Dead Rat Radio. This is something I've wanted to do for a while. I don't know if it's going to be any good. It is 2.36 a.m. So keep that in mind before you decide if you want to listen to this. You probably shouldn't, if I'm being totally honest. has been made apparent that I've already forgotten to start streaming. So, you know, that is uh, something to look forward to, is that I have no idea what I'm doing right now. I haven't done a live stream in a long time. Part of it is I just haven't had the capability of doing it. So, there is that. This is a throwback song for longtime listeners of the garbage that I make. This used to be the opening to uh, anime podcasts I used to do. It is Anamanaguchi Helix Nebula from the album Power Supply, which, you know, I haven't. I've never really listened to their stuff. And it's it's weird because that's not the only song of theirs. Or no, I'm I'm misspeaking. I'm not the only person that has used that specific song for their opening for an anime podcast. I don't remember who the other one is, but I know there is at least one other person because I've heard their promo and uh, I, I had listened to their show. Uh, Anamanaguchi, great great band. Uh, I, I'm not going to pretend I know a goddamn thing about them, but they did do the music for the Scott Pilgrim video game, which is uh, unfortunately lost to the ages. If you didn't buy it when it came out, you'll probably never play it. Uh, it it's I think it has to do with licensing for the for the game. Uh, that one was really good. Uh, the soundtrack, however, is on Spotify. So, uh, I am going to click on one of those. This is another winter. I think it might be the first uh, level theme song. So...
It's a really great video game. It's 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 a shame that it was, you know, suffered the fate that it did. Uh, it's it's harder than I remember too. I I, I saved my Xbox 360 just for this game specifically, and I remember trying to play this game pretty recently, and not doing so hot. Uh, I don't even know if I made it to the first boss. So I, I, when I originally planned Dead Rat Radio, I didn't intend for it to be about playing video game music. It just kind of happened that way on accident. Since we're already, we're already going down that path, I want to play another favorite video game song of mine before we get into the emo <laughs> that I'm sure everybody can't wait for. Uh, this is from another game that was really important to my history of uh, getting into video games, Link's Awakening. Uh, this is the Sword Search song. I don't know if that's the full title, uh, but that is what it is called on this link that I found. Awakening is really important because it was the first Legend of Zelda video game that I played. Uh, it is getting remade currently for the Switch. I'm not sure when that's coming out. May, it might already be out now. Uh, but, so Link's Awakening was originally given to my sister. Uh, she had received a Game Boy for her birthday that came packaged with Link's Awakening. She got stuck very quick and handed me the Game Boy. And I never gave it back. And this is uh, one of the first songs in the video game. It is when you uh, have to find your sword in the beginning. That is why it's called Sword Search. Uh, it uh, sent me on the dark path that I uh, went on. And uh, I don't know. I don't really play video games that much anymore. Uh, I don't know if that's because I'm old or tired, but... So, let's get into the music that I did originally have planned for the night. Because uh, I am an emo bitch. Uh, we do have one person listening. That means it's probably Rosa, because Rosa always watches every goddamn stream I do. Uh, this is Expect the Bayonet from a band called Sheer Meg. I found this band through a bartender. Uh, the, this bar I go to, Milo's Yard, uh, one of the new bartenders is a guy named Jack, and he plays 
uh, a playlist of of more modern music. A lot of the other bartenders will play a lot of older stuff. He plays more modern stuff. And uh, this is one of the bands that he was playing. And uh, I really like them. My dumbass, the first time I heard this song, thought that it was recorded in like the 60s. And I don't really have a good excuse for that, other than the overly distorted vocals and the fact that they're attempting to sound like a throwback band ish. What a surprise it was when I found out this album came out in like 2017. Uh, so I am a moron. That is Expect the Bayonet by uh, Sheer Meg. That was me tweeting, so I forgot to tell anybody that I was live right now. I'll probably remove that sound effect in post. <laughs> we'll see. 
so I don't know, man. I just like kind of missed solo podcasting. I haven't done it in a long time. Uh, the last time that I really got into doing shows alone, I guess, uh, well, then there was that brief phase when I moved to New York uh, when I would do shows. But in terms of like regular live solo podcasts, it's been a couple of years. I, I remember, I remember I would do them like almost daily because I, I was doing the super happy America morning, which is like this embarrassing uh, daily anime podcast that I would do that was really not so much about anime and more just. I think I just liked doing it because I wasn't watching anything. And if I remember back, I would really just read news stories and like react to other people's articles. I don't think I was talking, like, I don't think I was critiquing on anything. I was mostly just responding to other people's stuff. Uh, but then I went through the stop thinking, thinking about robots, uh, phase again. I maybe did like four or five of those. Uh, otherwise it's been, it's been quite a while since I've just like sat behind a microphone by myself and it's, it's a different beast because the types of stories that I want to talk about when I'm alone versus the types of stories I'll bring to, uh, something where I expect a co-host to be there. Uh, they're very different. Uh, even if I, I look at the outline that I have right now. Uh, most of the stuff I have on here is more catered to a guest. Uh, it's stuff that I, I wrote with the exception, expectation, not the exception, the expectation that somebody would be reacting to me. It's like bad jokes that I want somebody to call me a moron for writing or like boring stories that I expect someone to, I don't know, interject and tell me they're boring. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe having a guest uh, host is a crutch. Uh, but so is having music play in between stuff that I'm doing. This is Sleepwalking, Sleepwalking by the Better Oblivion Community Center. I saw them very recently in Williamsburg. Uh, this is Connor Oberst's uh, new band uh, with a woman named Phoebe Bridger. Uh, and they were really good live, so here's a song. Shake and shake, still won't get off me. Another blissed out fancy where animals and objects talk to me. I was trying to hate it, but then you laugh, it sounds outrageous. Spend another day sleep walking. Is this Jumping first off of the face of the bird. You like 
Again, that is Sleepwalking by the Better Community, Better Oblivion Community Center. Uh, I don't know what to talk about next. I was just reading some stuff on Twitter uh, about some guy that went to hang out with George R.R. Martin the year he died. So that's really sad stuff. Uh, I don't know about uh, social media. Like, in between me talking shit at people offering uh, lower than acceptable rates to... Uh, prospective film students, I end up reading a bunch of sad stories about like really cute dogs eating treats, treats and dying. So maybe don't ever go on the internet. Uh, that's probably the best advice that I could have for anybody. Uh, you know, I have a lot of stories that I plan for stuff like this. So let's see what I have on uh, the. I, I use this app called Pocket. And uh, that's where I keep all the garbage. So uh, the first story that I have up on here, dad after dad. <laughs> it's not a dad. I mean, he might have kids, but fuck them. They're probably shitty. Uh, days after buying $8 million private island, Florida man busted for stealing $300 in merch from a Kmart. Uh, who knows why the fuck that happened? A week after paying $8 million for a private island in the Florida Keys, a real estate developer was arrested for stealing $300 in merchandise from a department store. Andrew Lippy was busted Saturday on felony grand theft rap for allegedly swiping coffee makers, linen, and light bulbs from a Kmart. According to Key West Police Department report, uh, Lippy purchased the household goods and then returned the items to Kmart where employees discovered the boxes no longer contained the items. For example, cops say the box that supposedly held a uh, $65 Keurig coffee maker instead had a basketball inside. Another package uh, used coffee maker replaced... Wait, in another package, a used coffee maker replaced a new $55 Hamilton Beach model. That's interesting that he would steal two coffee makers. Uh, I've used Keurigs, and I've used regular drip coffee makers, and they both have their merit, but I can't imagine a world where I would need both, especially if I was somebody that had just spent $8 million dollars. Uh, during the police questioning, Lippy denied swapping out the merchandise, which in- investigators valued at $300. Lippy was collared Saturday evening at Kmart and charged with grand larceny. He was nabbed shortly after, returning a 27 <laughs> Jesus. Shortly after returning a $27.99 bed skirt he bought earlier that day. However, the bed skirt had been replaced with a pillowcase. That's wild. Uh, so I've I've read about this guy in another article, and he also like owned the beach house that one of the seasons of Real World was filmed in. I feel like if you get to the point where 
like eight million dollars is a lot of money. I don't know if a lot of people can fathom what actually having eight million dollars is like. Uh, I know certainly it's difficult for me. Like you hear, oh, you know, uh, Jeff Bezos has you know billions and billions of dollars, etc. But like even eight million dollars—that's a small amount of a large amount of money. That's still like more money than most people will ever have, and this motherfucker's stealing three hundred dollars worth of shit from Kmart. Like rich people don't go to Kmart anyway. Like this, this dude's like trying to get high, is what I have to assume, because there's no reason to steal a Keurig when you have eight million dollars, unless you're just doing it for the thrill. Like he probably was bored. And bet his friend that he could get away with it. Uh, and especially, like, how like, stupid the attempt was to put a basketball inside of a Keurig case. You know that they check inside of those boxes. I mean, obviously they didn't because he seemed to have gotten away with that when he got caught with the bed skirt uh, incident. But to try something that ridiculous is like, you know, because... $300 worth of, of stealing if you just bought a fucking island? Like, I can't imagine you're actually going to jail for that. You're probably getting fined for doing that. So I uh, I am on his side, and he is my best friend. Uh, so this is another band called uh, Free Throw. Uh, I'm going to be seeing this band in a couple weeks, uh, surrounded by a bunch of emo 16-year-old girls. This is called Pallet Town. And that's not the start of the song. So we're going to try again. best part of the song so get ready
It must take a mastermind or some kind of genius to figure out the reasons behind all of this and why I'm not over it. It must take a mastermind or some kind of genius to figure out the reasons behind all of this and why I'm not over it. It must take a mastermind. So I would like to take a moment to apologize for the less than regular podcasting schedule uh, that has been plaguing the website for the last couple of weeks. Uh, I, I mean, so I have a few excuses. Some of them are reasonable. Some of them are not. Uh, I mean, first and foremost, what had happened which I spoke of briefly in one of the show descriptions, is that me and Diana uh, ceased talking to one another. I won't go into great detail about that, but I just wasn't in the mood to edit the episodes that we had recorded. Uh, But at the same time, you know, I think they're still good episodes. I think it is funny stuff that we recorded, and I didn't want to just throw it out. Uh, There are two more episodes that she's on before you'll probably never hear her again. Uh, Those will be uh, after the next episode uh, with Noel. Because I released one with Noel today. Today was, I believe, the 12th of April. Oh, Jesus. Not the 12th of April. Uh, Today is the 16th of April, 3 in the morning. Uh, I released one on the 15th of April, uh, Monday, uh, with Noel. So the following Monday... Uh, will be another episode with Noel, but then the two following weeks will be two more, likely the final episodes with Diana. Uh, and I just, you know, I wasn't really in the mood to rush into editing those. So if the last episode that she did uh, appear on seemed sloppy, it's because I didn't listen back to it. I I just did a quick level and uh, called it a day. I didn't even like. I kind of phoned in the show notes as well. Not that anybody ever reads the show notes. Uh, But also just like my work schedule has been really difficult to adjust to. Uh, The show that I'm on right now, while I'm having a good time, has had longer than usual hours. So for example, like a normal TV show, uh, Monday you might start at 6 or 7 in the morning and you will likely get done at like 7, 7 or 8 p.m., and that's a long day, but it's like a 12 to 13 hour day. It's it's not, like if you uh, don't factor in lunch to that. It's something you can at least predict. Uh, whereas this show, like on Monday, I think it was Monday. Like our Mondays have been almost 15 hours. And so it's a lot harder to anticipate when I'll be able to 
have time to do a thing. Uh, like, I could just take a quick look at my schedule from last week, uh, if I pull that up. And, like, yeah, Monday I did 14 hours. Tuesday I did almost 14. Wednesday was almost 14. Thursday was 14 and a half. Uh, and then Friday was also 14 again. And so it's just been, it's been difficult to find time to dedicate to editing the episodes. They've been recorded for a long time. Uh, like the episode that I did with Noel that came out yesterday, uh, we probably recorded that a month ago. <laughs> uh, so, uh, I am, uh, making excuses and I won't do it again. So I'm really sorry. This is Give Me the Pen by the Desparacitos.
There's like an extended outro on this. I don't know if I can handle being silent the whole time. There we go. There we go. Uh, so, yes, that was Dace Parasitos. Uh, their first album is great. I can't say the rest for their... Say the same for their second album. But the first one's really perfect from start to finish. That was from a B-side. Uh, I think it was called The Happiest Place on Earth. That is what Spotify is telling me. Couldn't tell you, though, but one thing that is for sure is that everything that I've been playing so far, with the exception of the Zelda song, is very easily available on Spotify because that is just easier than finding a bunch of bullshit. Uh, Speaking of a bunch of bullshit, uh, I just had the impulse to play one of my own songs. Let me see if I can find it. Uh, I think it is a little appropriate for these days, uh, especially considering what we just said about Diana. Uh, so I wrote a song a couple years ago called Say Anything. At least that's what it was titled tentatively. It was about anxiety in dating uh, when you're in your 30s. And I'm seeing if I can find it. I only ever recorded a demo of the first verse. First two verses. So it's not a complete song. Uh, but I do, I do think it's pretty good. So let's see. I don't know what I'm doing here. I haven't given it much thought. Cause the things I say and the way I act conflict with what I want. And nobody's watching me. One thing that does bother me about that is you can hear the Facebook added compression. Uh, but that is Say Anything by me. Um, yeah, the one thing that really sucks about Facebook, I mean, there's a lot of things that really suck about Facebook, but when you add photos and videos, I don't know if a lot of you can notice, 
uh, but they do add additional compression uh, to those things. So that that song, while it wasn't recorded super well, you know, I did it in my bedroom. Uh, there was a lot more artifacting in there than I uh, normally care to hear. So uh, something that I do really love to hear, this is a band uh, called Pigeon. Uh, this I found, I played this on an old Whiskey Thursday. This came from the rejected CD box at KVSC. Uh, K- KVSC was the, continues to be, uh, the radio station where I uh, learned some of the basic techniques that I'm using right now. Uh, the name of this song is called Porn of My Kid. And so I, without hesitation, took my, 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 my camera out And we made the part of my kid Totally new with lasers and things from the zoo And they promised me that they would do it again and again and again And it would get better each time But it since hasn't been So that's a weird one. Uh, I don't know <laughs> if anybody else knows that band. I only know it because I found it in the garbage. Uh, so here's another one. Uh, it's another weird, obscure one. This is a band called Fog. Uh, the only reason I know about Fog is because I heard them on public radio in Minnesota. Uh, 
And then, like, by chance, I had found their album uh, at a place called Down in the Valley. This album is called 10th Avenue Freakout. 10th Avenue Freakout. It came out in 2005. Uh, It is shockingly on Spotify. Porn of My Kid may not be. I don't know. Uh, It's up to you whether you want to search that. That one I had on my computer. Uh, But this is called Can You Believe It? It's the opening track off 10th Avenue Freakout. Game of Thrones, but I'm really excited about this new season. I won't spoil anything uh, for those who haven't watched it yet. Um, but it, it was—I don't know—it was—it was an interesting first episode to the final season because I feel like since there's only you know what probably six or seven episodes this season, I'm not sure what the count is. I know that it is lower uh, than previous seasons. I expected more to go down. And with that in mind, 
I feel like it was a really like unclimactic, anticlimactic episode. You know, I waited two goddamn years, and I just I I, I was expecting more. I don't know, for, especially for a season opener. I don't think anything particularly crazy happened. Uh, there were a couple big reveals, but it was only big reveals for the characters. You know, it like wasn't shit that I didn't already know. Uh, and so it was a little disappointing in that way. Uh, but I am looking forward to the rest of the show. Uh, I will say, so I, once the, once the show caught up to the books, I made a point to read like an entire Wikipedia that was devoted to the Game of Thrones, uh, because I, I knew that like, there's no longer anything to be worried about getting spoiled. So I haven't read the books, but I... You know, I made sure that the show had caught up to where the books were uh, before I read extensively, just so the you know there wasn't any. Uh, you know, if, like if they would have brought something up that was in the books, it would have already come up by now, if that makes sense. Uh, and so, one of my favorite theories about Game of Thrones, and it's and I don't know how they're gonna do it in six episodes, uh, but I I do hope that somehow it, it ends up coming true is that Braun is like the person that fucked everything up. Uh, cause if you've been watching the show, he has these time travel powers now. And so one of the big theories is that he's the one that set all of the, uh, like the current political problems in motion because he was trying to tell, people of the past that the White Walkers were going to come and that they needed to do something about it then when they were weaker or something. I'm not sure exactly why it would have mattered. Uh, but the the theory goes that he tried to tell uh, who later became the Mad King, I don't know what his name is, that he needs to burn the White Walkers. But be, like because he's not super great at his, his teleporting powers, the Mad King just hears this voice saying, burn them all. And then he starts to set his people on fire. Uh, and that's what sets like this whole war uh, in motion because Jamie kills him. And then there's a big argument over who's going to be the next person in line for the throne and da-da-da-da. Uh, I think that'd be dope. Uh, but also in that, they some theorize that Bran is the one that told people in the past to build the wall. Uh, because it's credited to somebody named Bran the Builder. Uh, and I just uh, really hope that they find a way to make that work. But at this point, like, based on the first episode, um, I don't know how they're going to make that happen, because Bran kind of just hung out. Like, he's there, but he seems like he's more mature than somebody that would try to go back in the past to try to fix everything. But maybe that's how it's going to happen because just with like how confidently he was presenting himself, it could be his own downfall. Like maybe he's so confident that it, his arrogance is what causes all of these problems. I'm not sure. I just, you know, I'm just really excited for, for more G geo thrones, uh, this is a band called, uh, the story is a rainbow. I saw them live opening for MSI. This is a, uh, bright eyes diss track called up a Creek without a saddle. <laughs> 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 
That dude's fucking nuts. Uh, he put on a good show. It's weird because there's like a few instances in my life where things like that have left an impression on me because I saw that guy one time, you know, and I, I still remember it very, uh, very clearly. I, I ended up buying the CD and having him sign it. He signed it to eBay, which was a great move. Unfortunately, I lost that uh, CD. Uh, so it is on fire now. Uh, I also bought a shirt for some reason that I, I don't, well, I know why I bought it. I bought it cause I wanted it, but I don't know what, what happened to it. Uh, and I know that that was also the last time I saw one of my ex-girlfriends, Heather. Uh, she was not happy to see me. Not, uh, not her fault. I was a terrible boyfriend when we dated. So, uh, good for her telling me to fuck off. This is St. Jerome. Uh, by Coconut Records. Why she woke up from a weird dream, I don't know. Half asleep, try to speak about it all. 
Another one about a babe from back in the day Get a strange look from a girl who looked the type All night, I guess I did nothing right If she doesn't beat me, well brother she tried If she isn't screaming, she doesn't belong inside That is Coconut Records. I know them because I used to go to this pizza place called Galactic Pizza every Tuesday to play trivia. And uh, they would play regularly uh, on that playlist. Uh, I bought a couple records because of that. Uh, I think Regina Spector was another one. And, oh goodness. Uh, I used to play the song all the time for Calm Thursday. Uh, but I can't remember the band right now. Uh, Capital Cities, that's the one. I think Capital Cities also used to play a lot there. Um, you know, it's it's just it's it's weird how you discover some of these bands. There's a lot of bands that I listen to right now uh, because of Spotify. Like that's the only reason I would have found these things. Uh, a lot of the stuff that I've played tonight, like Free Throw and Better Oblivion Community Center. Uh, Spotify is just like the only reason that these would have... Well, Better Oblivion I might have found on my own because Connor and the fact that I masturbate to him. But um, let's play something a little more self-masturbatory. This is from my old emo band, uh, 36 and Regent. This was the last show I ever played live. 
With them, this is a song called The Cute Girl, and this is what we used to close out that show. I want to see you guys go crazy just one last time, though. From the other side of the room I was talking with my friends Saying you were kind of cute I waved you over Cause I don't like to be discreet I motioned at you To take a seat next to me Now, if you know the words, here it goes. She was ugly, but bearable. She was cute from far away. I guess she is fuckable. Now, I'm not gonna brag about what we're gonna do. Don't worry about it, baby. Tonight's about you. You know, it's weird, and I think I've talked about this on the podcast before, it's weird because 36 in Regent feels like it was a longer phase of my life than it was, uh, but it really only was a couple years, not even, it was like one year, year and a half of my life, and yet I look back on that like it was this much bigger and more impactful moment. Whereas I've been making stupid podcasts for 11, 12 years now. I think 11. We're coming up on 11 in July. Uh, and yet I don't consider that to be as long for whatever reason. Um, I'm trying to find a band on my on my computer right now called George Lasso's The Moon. 
I'm having some difficulty. Uh, George Lasso's The Moon is is one of those bands. Oh, I think I found it. Uh, George Lasso's The Moon is a band that I found on MySpace. They they only ever released a, a four. No, I think it was a five track EP. And unless you lived in Iowa, you weren't gonna get it. I found it uh, on their MySpace page. Somehow, 36 and Regent played a show with tangential members of George Lasso's The Moon. Because that band then went on to form like three other bands. Like they broke up and each of the members made their own band. And I forget who it was. It might have been like the bass player. Uh, but they were in a band called Stuck With Arthur. Stuck With Arthur's okay. Um, maybe I'll play them sometime. Uh, but I, I asked them after the show, like, holy shit, you're from George Lasso's The Moon. And this guy looked at me like, how the fuck do you know that? Like, dog, I'm like your biggest fan. I'm probably the only person in the year of our Lord 2019 still talking about George Lasso's The Moon. I don't even know what song I want to play. Uh, there's a couple, uh... Well, they're all great. <laughs> uh, and unfortunately, because I, you know, like, these are like old MP3s that are like converted from WMAs that are converted from something else. I don't even know what the songs are called anymore. The first one is called Best Supporting Actor, I think. And then there's one that's just called Everything.mp3. Then Insomniai.mp3 and ShowMeA.mp3. Whatever these songs are actually called, I couldn't tell you. I am leaning towards show me a dot mp3. I think the original title is like show me a happy man and I'll show you a accident waiting to happen. It's something ridiculous like that. Let's go! I'll take you down in the ground. I'll start trying to win your life. While every road's in your yard, we're hosting. 
that's George Lasso's The Moon. There are three other songs. Maybe I'll play them on other episodes of Dead Rat Radio. <laughs> um, I really like them unapologetically. They're uh, real fucking emo, uh, real whiny lyrics, and uh, they'll just they'll never know how much I like them, which is kind of a weird feeling, you know. Like like a lot of bands, if I really appreciated them, I could just say like, hey, I really like your stuff. Like even Hawthorne Heights, the lead singer of that band, even I've I've let him know. And like, you know, I don't even like Hawthorne Heights that much, but I have no way of supporting George Lasso's The Moon, which I guess is, uh, I guess is all right. I wonder if there's anybody out there that feels that way about 36 and Regent. We did have a couple releases. We released a uh, four track EP, which was very bad, uh, called Stay Inside and Keep to Yourself. And we released a uh, like twelve track demoy thing that I made called White Noise and Click Tracks. Uh, I'm not sure how public I made the last show recording because uh, I know I've listened to it a dozen times, but uh, you know it's nobody listened to us back then, and so it well also just like social media wasn't really what it is today. So even if anybody did really like us, they probably didn't know how to contact me directly. So if there is somebody out there that's like, man, I remember 36 in region. I wish I could hear uh, high, f- high calf fidelity again. Uh, you know, it's like, what are they going to do? They they kind of, maybe they're my metrum. Or they, I'm their metrum. If you remember uh, on a recent episode of the Dead Rat Pizza podcast, I talked about a band called Metrum that I heard one time when I was in high school, and I still wish I could hear them again, and I can't. Uh, I am looking at the 36 in Regent uh, four-track EP right now, and I'm trying to think if any of them are worth playing. They're all really bad is the problem. Um, I, I went to somebody who ultimately is the reason I went to the school that I went to, Uh, But I I just, like, I wasn't, I didn't know how to communicate to them properly uh, for, like, what I wanted musically. I wasn't a practice musician. None of us really were. Uh, And so it just ended up coming out very processed. And I'm looking at the four songs we released. And I just, like, I don't know if any of them are good enough to play right now. Like, I made better better versions of them, uh, in my opinion, with my acoustic guitar and a shitty microphone. Because that's what White Noise and Click Tracks... White Noise and Click Tracks was me upset with how the studio setting went, and I I did everything myself, having no idea what I was doing. Uh, But I ended up liking that a lot more. Uh, even though it's uh, ultimately not good. Uh, maybe I can give a little bit of an indication of that. So I'll play I'll play the opening of If We Die Tonight, I'm Going to Kill You, and then I'll play the uh, White Noise and Click Tracks version. I won't play the whole song <laughs> of the first one, because I think the first one's bad, but just to give you an idea of what I did. Because I know you care. 
and it's not even going to play. That's that's how bad this is. I picked the wrong one. Here we go. This is uh, this one will work. to go see me play live in a park one day and after the show she told me that maybe I should consider getting a job <laughs> or like a like maybe music wasn't for me she's not wrong uh but it is it is funny just like the number of times she told me like hey maybe this isn't working out dog <laughs> And the number of times I ignored her. And while I didn't make it in music, I did somehow stumble into movies. Um, so let me... I don't know if we played If We're Gonna Die Tonight at the final show. I'm just taking a quick look. Uh, we did not. I always considered that one of the singles. Uh, but here's the White Noise and Click Tracks version. Oh, hold on. That's not the right song. <laughs> there was a longer version. That's not it. Here it is. It's a little bit different of a feel. Right. 
don't. It's obviously a much lesser uh, quality version of the song, but I it just I feel like there's more heart to that one, and that's why I like that one more. Uh, I think there is a. I don't know how I'd be able to find it easily, but there there was another version of that song that I recorded. Um, but I don't. <laughs> I'm I'm trying to. I'm looking through my uh, Pro Tools sessions. I don't think I'm gonna find that quickly. So uh, you may be safe from that for now, you fools. I see something called Thirty Six and Tascam. That is certainly not it. Um, you know, I, I've written a, a lot of garbage over the years. I wonder what else I can find. I do have some sound clouds that I could be trolling right now. This is this is the time where I should like be turning it off and going to bed. So uh, maybe I should play another song while I try to find this. Uh, this is Cat Catter. <laughs> I can't even say it. Catamaran by Bear vs. Shark.
Okay, so I found something dangerous. I did find a Pro Tools session that might have what I was looking for. So uh, let's humor me for a second. I'm going to play this uh, Suck My Dick. Out of sight and out of mind Turned out to be a waste of my time Yes! That's a... But I apparently only did that part. (laughs) I don't know why I only recorded that one part of the verse. What is this? Finally getting the chemicals all out I wonder if the drums are irrelevant. No, they're not. And once that's done, there won't be much left very quiet. This is turned up all the way. I started feeling like me today. Well, and the best part about that feeling is that the feeling stayed. You know, because I know everybody here really cares about my original music. I did also find a death cab for cutie. Uh, no, postal, ser- postal service cover I did. So we are going to listen to that. Down now, but we'll stay. 
So that was uh, my Such Great Heights bathroom cover. I did that because I had this uh, microphone, but I hadn't really used a ton. And uh, I thought my bathroom sounded kind of cool. I thought I had a good reverb. Uh, Yeah, that's really the whole story behind that one. Uh, This is an early song that I did. Uh, I don't think I've ever played this for anybody. It had like a hundred different names, but it's called Drunk.mp3. There's also a few versions with lyrics, but um, this is one of the weirder things I've ever recorded. Part of this song is always weird depending on where it gets played. I fucked up when I recorded it. So my apologies. I'm still not sure how I fucked this up. I don't know if it ever comes back. I think it comes back when it goes back to the main rim. Look 
looks really weird in the wave in There we go. my best work i'm really happy with that song uh i wish i you know hadn't fucked up the export you know fucking 15 years ago uh but that is one of my favorites so there is that i'm not really sure what i want to close the show out with uh i think it is time for bed but i'm i'm just looking through everything and uh I don't know what a good closer is. Um, I guess I can go back to the Spotify playlist. I think I've got a good one. Uh, Let me... I have to type it in because I didn't have this one ready in advance. It's called I Hope Your Husband Dies by Amigo the Devil. So, here we go. Dead Rat Radio, deadratpizza.com. Download the podcast, tell your friends, subscribe, kill yourself, I don't care. Trust me, I'm not jealous, I'm just hoping that he really messes up. I'm not so much afraid of letting go as much as scared of giving up. All the distance that we've spent apart Will never have to mean a thing Cause every mile I traveled Was to find the perfect stone to fit your ring Cause I, I Oh I, I Hope your husband I hope your husband dies Living in the moment Hard when everything I want Is in the past Now you're with this asshole You expect me to believe It's gonna last When I had you near me I just couldn't think of anything to say Now that I'm alone I've got the perfect things to tell you every day Cause I, I, oh I, I hope your husband Hope your husband dies.
So trust me, I'm not jealous. I'm just hoping that he really fucks things up. I'm not so much ashamed of being alone. Just kind of feel I've had enough. But time and time again, time reminds me you'll never be my own. Never have a house to decorate, place that we can call our home. So I, I, oh I, I hope your husband dies. I hope your husband dies. Oh, I, I, I hope your husband dies.